Welcome back to another episode of To the Moon. And guys, this one, I'm extremely happy to be on. This individual, Tabitha, has absolutely just won my heart. This, uh, her journey, her journey, watching her coming in um, into the Astro program, really not knowing a lot about real estate, coming from a completely unrelated field, getting in, getting bruised, learning, taking action, having an incredibly positive attitude, and then exploding, exploding <laughs> into success. And so getting able to watch these, these stories unfold is the joy of my life. I have to, I have to say like, this is why I wake up in the morning and I feel empowered and passionate to keep doing the thing. And so Tabitha, thank you for making, thank you for making my life have, have purpose in it because it's, it's stories like this that truly move me and, and motivate me. Welcome to, to the moon. You deserve to be here. How are you? Thank you so much. Oh my God. I'm great. And I, I have to thank you for, because I wouldn't be where I am today without you, like you, the program, the community couldn't do it. So from my heart to you, thank you. I, I'm, I appreciate that, but let's talk Let's talk a little bit about this whole thing, right? Let's 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 dive into it. So, Tabitha, rewind us to the beginning, right? Tell us how you even got here. How did you find us? And and what has this journey unfolded for you? Okay, so yeah, I my career first was nursing. Well, still is nursing, but I started out as a nurse. I um, I'm an emergency department nurse. I did that for eight years. And I still do it on a part-time basis, but um, really what happened was I was like dabbling in real estate and trying to learn, you know, YouTube university. And I started to try to do like the whole direct to seller thing without any like guidance or anything like that. And obviously it was a struggle. So um, long story short, I actually lost my childcare in October of 2021. Okay. And let me I guess decided... you thought that was going to be like an incredibly hard thing, right? Like I, I, I tend to find that so many blessings in life come from what, what immediately appear to be, Oh my God, what are we going to do? Like a, a setback, right? So did you feel that losing childcare was going to be a huge setback? And were you initially fearful of that? A hundred percent. It was, you know, it, it was for me, it's, it's all about money, of course. And, putting them into a daycare was going to be more than my mortgage payment. It just financially did not make sense. Um, so yeah, it was definitely a big stressor. And but it just for us, we decided the best thing to do was for me to just drop hours to, you know, a little less than part time and, you know, stay home. And that's what that's what I did. So tell so, us a bit about your family. What what does that look like? So I have two beautiful little girls. Um, the older one, Ariella, she's four. And my little one, Alania is a year and a half. So Amazing. I've got my hands full. <laughs> You've got your hands full. And where are you guys located? Where are you working out of? So I live in Pennsylvania, but I'm working in Vegas. Amazing. So you're completely virtual. You live mm -hmm. in the cold and you, and you uh, wholesale in the heat. And yeah. uh, how's that been? Like, is it, have you found that difficult with, you know, juggling children and, and virtual not being boots on the ground? Like, how has that worked out for you? It's been great. It, honestly, it was a, a thought of mine is like, how am I going to manage this? You know, I'm, I'm working all the way across the country. 
but thankful to this community, I don't worry about any of that. If I have boots on the ground, need boots on the ground, I go right to Astro. Hey guys, who can do this for me? Um, it's just, it's honestly hasn't even been a struggle by any means whatsoever. So tapping into the community has literally multiplied you. Yeah, for sure. I'm more than one person and I'm not even physically there. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So, so you're dabbling in real estate a little bit. You're on YouTube university. You're trying to direct a seller that gets costly expensive. You lose your childcare. You have this decision where you guys decide, okay, you're going to be staying home. And so how does that unfold? Right. Cause it's, I, I understand how difficult it is a to just work from home. I mean, we all got a taste of that during COVID and some of us flourished and, and a lot of us, in fact, I'd say the majority of us really didn't have direction and couldn't figure out how to make things work. Right. So you're, you're working from home and this is all new and challenging. And then you got young ones that want your attention. How do you manage that? How do you, how do you, time block and and make sure that you're getting the things done but still be a good mom and and make sure that you're able to be attentive to the little to the little guys to be honest it's not easy by any means necessary i i i just have such a passion and a drive for it that i make it work and some days to be honest are better than others like some right. days i can be really focused with my time blocking and get things done and then other days if they just need my attention more than normal then they get my attention more than normal so it's really a day by day case that I take it by. And in the, in the beginning of like starting this, I was like, I felt defeated in a sense because I was like, I just can't stay focused enough. But then um, you actually told me just tab, give yourself some grace. And that's what I chose to do. And I just do the best I can every single day. And as long as I'm putting in the work, I'm getting results. Amazing. And I, you absolutely did give yourself grace, but not to a point of, excuse right and i think that's where we all need to really be aware of where are we pushing ourselves and where are we letting ourselves off the hook to do anything right and so there's that there's a fine line to say is this this is actually necessary i'm 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 spending time i'm paying attention to my kid or am i just looking for a creative way to not do the work because this can get challenging and hard right and so sometimes just the subconscious mind gets us distracted with things that are busy work rather than income generating. And you don't have the luxury of busy work because you've got to, you got to make sure that when you are doing something that it's having impact. So mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about that. What has that looked like for you in terms of a daily work schedule and how are you getting the most bang for your time? So what I try to do is I actually work for my mom who is um, a real estate agent. I am her like admin. So when I wake up in the morning, you know, I do get the kids ready, breakfast, all of that stuff. I sit down and I do an hour of her work. So I get that out of the way. And then I dabble in that throughout the day as needed too. But that's hour focused on her business. And then I move on. From there, I usually have a list from the night before and I start comping. So the mm -hmm. reason I comp first is because I'm doing outreach in Vegas, which is three hours behind. So I can't start outreach until usually like 11, 12 o'clock my time. So I comp all of the properties. And then um, once, once it hits like 1130, then I'll start calling the agents that um, I have comp properties for and getting in contact with them. And then I also use um, REI reply as a text blasting to send, you know, cold text to agents to try to connect with them. And then from there, it's just 
using my connections and, and if I'm getting properties in from agents, I'll comp what they give me and then I'll send out offers that way. And I pretty much do that throughout the rest of the day. And then evening time, I will usually, you know, have dinner with my family. And um, then once that's all done, kids are in bed. I'm actually usually back on the computer looking at more. Wow. wow. So you're just like, and I love this. This is an example of what it looks like to be obsessed, right? To just to say to yourself, look, I'm going to be hyper-focused with my family and my obligations and the things that, that my whys, I want to make sure that I'm showing up for my whys in life because what's the point of doing any of this if we're, if we're ignoring our kids or if we're ignoring our spouse or ignoring the things that, that we truly value, the, thing, the people that we love, right? But we also need to have the freedom and the luxury to be able to say, hey, I can spend this time with you because I'm earning enough money to do that, right? I'm, I'm, I've created enough freedom for myself in a financial way to be able to have this. And so you've got this great balance, but it, it, I know it can't be easy. And, and we're getting to hear that right now. So what did, it, what did it look like in your first run up? Because again, this doesn't happen overnight. You need to build up a pipeline. You've got you've to stub your toe over and over and over again before it's going to connect. And so, and I remember us, I remember you coming on the call and you and I talking and really, really helping you understand that this is all a process and it's going to be, mm -hmm. yes, it's, this didn't work out today, but what did we learn? And then we would pivot and grow and then onto the next thing. And then all of a sudden just whap. So walk us through that a little bit, because I want people to understand that this is a process. Oh yeah, a hundred percent a process. You have to build that pipeline. And in the beginning, when you're when you're new to the the program and the community and learning, you know, the astro flipping way, you're trying to take all that information, but you want to get to work right away. Right. So it's first balancing that, like actually learning the content and how the astro flipping model works, and then slowly putting things into action. And for me, it was like, well, what do I want to do? Do I want to work with wholesalers? Do I want to work with agents? You know, what is that? And I, I. I chose agents. I dabbled with the wholesalers and, and that just direct to wholesaler wasn't for me. Um, so I went, I chose agents and then it was just building that up. And it used to take me 20 minutes to comp one property. And as you keep practicing, going and going, it no longer takes 20 minutes. It's, you know, on average three to five, depending on yeah. you know, how hard of a comp it is. Yeah. Cool. So that, and, I feel um, like that to me is like a badge because I'm so obsessed with valuing property. I'm so obsessed with comping. I think it's the most important you know, tool that we have in, in to make, to separating ourselves from the herd, right? Because we are laser, we are laser focused on getting this number right. And that's what makes us successful because we know what we can pay and we know how this much, we know what we can sell this for. Mm -hmm. And that is important information to be successful. So we're not spinning our wheels and wasting time, right? So. How long did it take for you to do your first deal? So my first, so I joined Astro in the beginning of April and I closed my first one. It was the beginning of June. So about so, two months, two months, two yep. months. That's a great, that's a great turnaround. You know, for anybody watching this right now, think about this, right? What would it be like if in two months from now you were receiving money you were you were actually connecting the dots and making checks and this isn't like some oh guys hey the results aren't typical this is like this is she, she tabitha is a like a, a a typical person 
She's a mom. She's a family lady. She's got children. She's got a job. She's got a spouse. She's got all the things. She's got all the pressures, right? This is not somebody who's locked away in a closet in, you know, waiting, spending her entire time, her entire day, just figuring out how to, how to do this. Right. She's got so much going on. How much did you make on your first deal? So my first deal, I partnered with Keegley and uh, we made the assignment split was 20, the whole assignment was 23,000, but we did have to double close and use transactional funding. So it, it. it lowered us a little bit, but we each made um, a little over 8,000 on that first. Deal. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So a little over $8,000 on your first deal and, you know, compared to nursing, right? What is that? Where does that land in the world of what you can bring home as a nurse? So for me out here, I would say like my take home growth is a month is probably 5,000. That's gross though. So net is obviously less than that. Yeah. So I'm already one, one month over what I make as a nurse a month. (laughs) Amazing. That is so cool. So then, so now I'm sure your spouse is like, Hey, Tabitha, this is great. We got to double down. And like, I want to, I want to support you more and make sure that we got you, we've got you some time to really go hard at this. So how did that look next? Like, what was the next step? And, and, and how did you double down and make sure that you were really, really dialed in to get this done? It was really just trying to perfect, you know, my everyday routine, staying consistent. Cause honestly, the second you fall off in your consistency is your pipeline that you've just built up drops so fast. I mean, so you literally every day have to be on the phones um, and just doing outreach. And I'm not on the phone, like on an actual call 24 seven. I do probably a quarter is actually on the phone and the rest is usually through text. Um, and then, but when I need to have those important conversations is when I make sure I get on the phone. So that's really how I've done it. And I do it that way because of my little ones. Like I can't just be hammering the phones all day because all they'll hear is mommy, mommy, I need a drink or, you know, whatever it is they need. So that's, that's the way it's worked for me. And really just focusing on that process and then building that pipeline, building, 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 reaching out within the community, making relationships, you know, that's, that's how it's built to where I'm at today. Amazing. So let's, Let's hear about what where you're at today because I'm 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 so I'm just I'm thrilled. I'm proud. I'm thrilled. I'm like I feel overwhelmed with gratitude just to that that I even get to be a part of that story. But for you, for you and your family to be able to have this freedom and and all the things that are coming with this and what you're building now. So so give us that. Understanding. Yeah, so So when I just want to say this, when I was doing direct to seller, I started that basically in from November until I joined Astro and I made out of all of that, I probably spent thousands in marketing and I made $1,000 doing it that way. So from April until when I closed my first deal with Astro in June, I made the a little over 8,000. And then from there, again, building that pipeline, getting, getting more, you know, connections, more relationships. Um, in the beginning of August, I closed uh, another deal and that one I actually did all by myself. So I didn't, it was, I found the buyer, I did it all. Yeah. And it's the, the story about this one is great because it was listed on MLS for, uh, 300,000. I got it under contract at 260 and I actually, I got a home inspector to go out there and do a legit home inspection report. Mm -hmm. It cost me $300. Well, let me tell you that $300 
turned into a price drop from 260 to 180. Wow. Wow. So, talk about I, return on your investment. Absolutely. <laughs> we we inspect every property that we have under contract direct with agent because again, you never know what's going on in there. And if you're not able to sell a deal, the reasons typically are is because for the condition that the property's in, you've got it locked up too high. That's yeah. that's every property will trade at a price. And so it's just understanding what does that price need to be in order for this to really work, right? And so once you get the inspection, you got to see that this house needed to be significantly lower. And they agreed, obviously, because you were able to get the price drop. And did you find this deal originally on Privy? Um, no, this one, I didn't find just, it on just Privy. Just scouring the MLS and pulling yeah. it off? Yeah, yeah, so one of those, one of those sites, either Redfin, Zillow, one of those, but yeah. So guys, here's just to just to show you, right? You can you can really do this all with a very very limited budget. You don't even need the the fancy softwares. Of course, Privy helps you really do this stuff without having to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours scouring Zillow and Redfin. Uh, so it's it's like the cheat code for that. But like she just literally was just on an internet website for house listing, saw something listed on the MLS, and then reverse engineered this deal. How did you do on that one? Because you got to keep all the money. What was that profit? So we dropped them to 180 and I sold it for um, 190. So I made 10,000 on that one. 10 grand. Wow. Yep. Perfect. So then again, doubled your nurse's wage on the next deal. And how has it been since? Are you snowballing? What's the, what, what is the business looking like for you today? Yeah. So, I mean, pretty much at the same time as that one, then I got locked up another deal. And I, I love to tell this story because this one, the agent reached out to me. I had made a relationship with her. She said, hey, I have this property. You know, what do you think you can offer on it? And it was pretty much during the market shifting. You know, things were really un, you know, unsettled at this point. And um, long story short, he didn't want to accept my original offer, wanted to list it on the MLS. So they listed on the MLS for $5.95. From there, of course, there was no action. Right. They price dropped, price dropped, price dropped until they got to 545. The agent reached out to me again. She said, Tab, what can you do? Like, he needs to sell. He's super motivated. What, what can you do? So I gave her my price was 385 and they accepted. Wow. <laughs> this is it, guys. This is the power of, of just knowing where your number needs to be and following up and keeping in that process because – you know, I, I, I hear it all the time from folks be like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to work with realtors and I give them my number and they say I'm lowballing. And then, you know, I get discouraged and I stop and I keep thinking, OK, guys, yes, that's just a follow up. That's just a lead. Even though they said no today, that it doesn't mean that somebody's going to magically come out of the sky and pay them the price they're asking for it now. It's not going to happen. So what's going to truly take place is that time is going to create pressure on the seller and if they have real motivation to sell they will come to a number that it needs to be at in order to trade which is exactly what happened here so you yep. get this deal under contract significantly less than list price now i'm sure buyers are interested their eyes must have just been like wow what'd you do here tabitha what how much did you sell that one for yeah so that one we sold for 417 and so it was a $32,000 assignment fee that, that we split. So Amazing. You know, and that's the yeah. same month as the last one. Yep. So, so now we're talking $25,000 in a month? In a month. 
that's $5,000. That's five times what you would normally make. In fact, that's probably close to what the doctors who make at the ER that you're working in. Probably. I made more than a doctor last month or this month. We're still in August. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. I mean, what, you know, you know, I, I was supposed to be a doctor. Yes, I do know that. And I didn't get into med school. They didn't, they didn't accept me. I, I got, I, 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 I took the test, the, the medical school entrance exam is the, it's called an M, the MCAT. I took that. Mm -hmm. I had near 4.0 GPA applying. And for whatever reason, I got my interview. I got, I got to the point where I had an interview for med school. And then I, that all fell apart. They said I was immature. They didn't think I was ready for it. And they wanted me to reapply. And it just, it, it just broke me. It made me feel like, wow, I can't believe somebody, I, all this work, all these, years of of killing myself to try to to do this and one person got to decide that it wasn't going to be for me and now my whole life is upside down and so that's when i knew that i had to take my destiny into my own hands and and never let somebody else decide uh and and i you know for you you actually got in like you got into nursing school and that's difficult that's not an easy that that's not an easy degree i i understand science and i know how hard those courses are i'm it you know you yeah. have probably had to do organic chemistry and all the higher levels of biochemistry and you know all the all the all the like why do you even know need to know about physics but it, yeah, apparently you do apparently you need to understand physics when you're being a nurse I, I don't know how gravity well i guess it does because if you break a bone and gravity is on the bone and maybe there's you know gosh knows right but you got to know all this stuff but how cool does that feel for you to just walk into your into the into the ER and 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 look at a doctor and be like, can I buy you lunch? <laughs> yeah, amazing. It's funny because like I make it very well known. That's the other thing. Like I'm a real estate investor. I'm a real estate investor. And um, so and they'll see me because like sometimes I'll be like watching stuff like as I'm working, you know. And the the doctors will be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm listening to my real estate stuff. And they're like, so what are you trying to do? Like not be a nurse anymore? And I was like, of course I don't want to be a nurse anymore. <laughs> What kind of crazy question is that? Do you want to yeah. be a doctor every day? Like, how do you like the blood on your shoe on your shoes right now? God. And the ER is a hard place to work, right? Because yeah. it's it's I you know my, my I have a I have a cousin who's a, an ER doctor, and you know, forgive me for saying this, but he just says it's just a lot of people with things in their butts. Uh, I mean, no, it's it's true. You see, you see it all. It's and nine times out of ten, the stuff people come in for, it's not an emergency. So it really makes it difficult to do a good job for the people who need to be there because the people who don't, um, they don't use the resources correctly. It takes away from the people who really need it. So wow. I love being an ER nurse in the sense of saving lives. That is my passion. I actually, the reason I became a nurse was I lost my dad um, at 18 years old. I didn't even know what I wanted to do with my life and he had passed away suddenly. So that was my reason is, was I chose nursing. I wanted to help lot, save lives. I wanted to help families. And honestly, over the years, it's just, and then COVID, it really, really took a lot from me. So I love real estate. I mean, this is, this is my true passion. This is what I'm meant to be doing. Oh, you can tell this is what you're meant <laughs> to be doing. Cause you're just, you're, you're just incredibly inspiring and you're doing an amazing job. So now this, this last month, so we can, everybody mm -hmm. can get a clear understanding what, what, what's the revenue looking like and what, what do you got on the table and, and where do you see yourself going? So, I mean, we're just, keep building up. So this was almost a $25,000 month. 
Um, I actually, right before this call, just signed another contract. So we'll Come be, on now. Yeah. Another so. one in the pipe. And, and you've got five more days to see if you can sell that to possibly turn this into a $35,000 or a $40,000 month. Definitely possible. We're, we're going to shoot for it. Um, but yeah, it's just continuing that follow-up. And that's the other thing I wanted to say is like, you have to follow up because most agents, when you first talk to them, they're not going to give you anything. It's no. just that and they don't remember you either. You have to yeah. follow up relentlessly, relentlessly, relentlessly. Yep. So I actually have it that every two weeks, whether I just reached out or I just, they declined my offer, whichever it is, every two weeks, I reach out to them again, text, call, whatever it is that I can get to them. That's the way I do it. And it, it builds that pipeline. So just keep pushing, keep, you know, reaching out and those deals will come. There's no way they won't. Amazing. Amazing. So are you primarily working in Las Vegas? Are you looking at opening any other markets? What's the, what's next on the horizon for the business? No, I'm going to stick with Vegas for now. It's been good to me. I like it. I don't want to start going outside of that because I, I want to get to the point where I feel like I need help. And yep. then I want to build the business from there. And then as I have help, then we can expand to other markets. But for me being Smart. just me, I'm going to stick to one market and it's, it's doing good for me. So why not? And you're, and you don't have like a huge team or nothing. Like it's just you. So your overhead really? is negligible, right? Like it's, you get to take pure profits here. Pure profits. All me. Yep. <sighs> what, a <re> what a relieving, <laughs> incredible, like story. Everybody listening to this right now, you should feel like you could be Tabitha. You you can be Tabitha. Like this is this is this is you guys. This is you. Anything, whatever you're going through, she's she. You do you feel the how how you resonate? Do you guys see how similar? Whatever you you maybe you're not a nurse. Maybe you're an engineer. Maybe you're uh, working at the the you know a, a a movie theater. I don't. Whatever it is, you you're listening to this and you're hearing that this is possible. And all you really got to do is have the belief and and take yourself into a situation where you're stop working in alone and you're a part of a community and that's the game changer. Right. And it's, it's exploded her situation. So I know that people listening to this are going to want to do deals with you. They're going to absolutely want to connect and, and work with Tabitha. How do they find you? What are your socials? What contact information are you willing to give out and, and how can people best work with you? So the Instagram handle is on the screen at Tabitha Real Estate and my phone number. That's the, those are the best ways to reach me. So phone number 610-297-5608. And yeah, reach out anytime. I would love to help do deals together, you know, grow you, grow us, and let's all make money. Amazing. So guys, again, she's really good at comping now. She's really good at helping you find buyers. She's She can answer questions on if you want to go out and start looking at building relationships and doing deals with agents, she can really help guide you. Don't be on an island. This isn't about you being a part of a mentorship. This is about you squatting up. And Tabitha yep. wants to squat up with you. So guys, do deals with her in Las Vegas. She's ready. She's got awesome opportunities. She's got buyers ready to write checks. Anything else that you'd like to leave the audience before we go uh, as a bit of advice or an inspiration that they can take home with them? Yeah, definitely. The one thing is I was that person. I would look at, you know, other people and say, how, how do they do it? I don't understand. It's just not possible. And the one thing that changed for me was just right here, my mindset. It just, I took that mindset and I did a, you know, a complete 180 with it. 
And when you know and you believe in your heart and your soul that this is what you want and this is what you can do, there's no excuses, there's no stopping, you find a way to do it. So just that's all you need to do and and that's it. And things really line up. When you start to believe, when you start to believe in yourself and and you say, I'm worth this, Mm -hmm. I'm worth this. This is, it's truly, I think, the baseline of people's unhappiness in life is that they have not elevated their sense of self-worth. And when you truly believe, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I'm a child of God and I am worthy of a free life, I'm worthy of abundance, I'm worthy of wealth, I'm worthy of loving relationships, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. And when you feel that in your heart and then you take that into your work, something magical happens. Everything clicks. Yep. It's literally magic. It's like the universe takes over and gives you exactly what you expect and want. That's it. Amazing. Tabitha, you are inspiring. Uh, You brought me to tears multiple times on our calls. It's just getting to hear your success and, and watch you grow is again, just one of the most joyful things for me as a coach. So thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Honestly, again, I couldn't do it without you, Astro, the community. I, I love it. I mean, guys, if you have any thoughts about joining this community, just just make a phone call, reach out because it will change your life. 150%. It'll change your life. Love you, sister. I love you Congrats. too. Thank you.